on, my darling. Wrap your legs around me. It's podcast time. Group all grab your friends. We'll talk about baby Disneyland's Math the man and names a woman. The fun will never end. It's podcast time. Hi, welcome to Oh My Glob, an Adventure Time podcast. Featuring me, Amy. Whammy, and me, Matt. Oh, I hate that character so much. <laughs> oh, you love it. Though. I'm going. I'm going away. I'm not doing this podcast with you. That's supposed to be footsteps, not the Friday the 13th music. <laughs> Anyways, uh, we feature episodes from Adventure Time, starting from the very first episode, making our way all the way through the end. How you doing, Matt? I am pretty good. How are you today? I'm fine, just fine. What did you do today? Um, well, I worked all day, but I <laughs> what I really loved is when I came home, you had dinner for me, which was awesome, and we had some yummy sourdough bread, and then we watched The Great British Baking Show. Yes, and I feel like we've seen enough of The Great British Baking Show now that I can do the perfect British accent. Oh, yeah? Yeah. You gonna try? Oh, governor? <laughs> We're gonna those. have some biscuits. <laughs> Any of our, our wonderful listeners across the pond has now decided they're no longer listening to us. Thank I'm you for that. I'm sorry for breaking England. <laughs> you and Brexit. So anyway, how was your week? Productive. Yeah? Yes. Got lots of animation homework done. Nice. Yeah. Cool. That's awesome. I'm in photography. And as it turns out, film photography is so much more involved than I ever would have imagined. But yeah, it's been fun, though. So we've been getting uh, a decent amount of feedback lately, but because this podcast is spread over a bunch of different platforms, it's really hard to tell exactly how many listeners we're up to so far. Like, we don't see a list of subscribers or anything like that, but we still managed to get a decent amount of feedback, which is great. Yeah, anyway, we appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, so, you're it, welcome. Yeah. And uh, a lot of the people that have been uh, talking to us are artists. Adventure Time tends to draw in a lot of creative people, painters, cartoonists, musicians. And my hope is that if our listenership keeps building, I would love to showcase some Adventure Time fan art and cover songs from the show on our website and Facebook page. Yeah, that'd be really cool. Matt does an, a great job of playing the ukulele and can play some of the songs, but I think it'd be really cool if we could feature some of our wonderful listeners and their their talents and their skills, because we do appreciate that there are a lot of people who have a passion for this show and, and a passion for their, their medium. So with that said, if you're interested in submitting either your own fan fiction artwork if you have covers of songs that you'd like us to feature, email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com and we'll go through it and we'll post it up on one of our social media outlets. Or you could even write an original song about Adventure Time or something related. Yeah, that'd be rad. So get on top of it. Do it. <laughs> Peer pressure. Tonight's episode is going to be Season 1, Episode 9, My Two Favorite People. It's funny that you um, started this episode with your atrocious British accent. Um, this oh, show actually... About. <laughs> this episode is actually spelled uh, favorite with a, a U, which is the British spelling. So F-A-V-O-U-R-I-T, which is really interesting. Also, an interesting point is that on Hulu, which we watch it on, we're not sponsored by Hulu. Although, if you want to Hulu, we wouldn't be opposed to that. Anyway, it's not spelled with a U, so I think that's really interesting. So, if you are somewhere that's not here and it has it on Hulu in the British spelling, let us know. I think that's really neat how they do that. Yeah. That you can probably cut that out. No. That's kind of dumb. <laughs> no. This episode was directed by Larry Leishleiter, Patrick McHale, 
It was written and storyboarded by Ken Osborne and Pendleton Ward. Nice. We get some involvement from Pendleton. Yeah. O.P. Ward. It aired on May 3rd, 2010 and had 6.15 million viewers. Six. Oh, 1.65 million viewers. Oh, yeah. Did I say 6.5 Oh, yeah. Million? I was like, holy cow. My bad. <laughs> 1.65 million viewers. Like, it wasn't that great. <laughs> Well, I don't know, no, maybe. It, good. But it was nominated for an Emmy in 2010 for Outstanding Short Format Animated Program, this episode specifically. Oh, that's really cool. Yeah. So, on to the episode. <laughs> so, the title card music sounds like an old Nintendo game, so right off the bat, I'm in love with this episode. Yeah, you really like the 8-bit music oh, kind yeah. of stuff. I think that's really All that, over that great. stuff. So the episode opens in front of the treehouse with Jin. You always say Jin. <laughs> <laughs> we should just call Jake and Finn Jin. Jin. I know. I can't help it. Uh, um, so Jake and Finn are fighting a cat in a lab coat and a shark with a sword. The cat throws a potion at him, at him, meaning Jake, and turns him into a butterfly with his head. We can see his head exposed, but the rest is a butterfly. It's really funny. Finn says, don't worry, his spells never last long. Jake says, who are these guys? And because this is an awesome fight. Finn says, they show up every day at 4 p.m. on the dot to battle. Their names are Shark and Science Cat. So Jake meets up with Lady every day at 4, so he's never around for the fight. Why does he meet up with them? Hmm? Why does he meet up with Lady every day? Because Lady's his girlfriend. Yeah. And they also play the viola together. Yes, and they play viola together. And that's how they met. Did you know that? I didn't know that. Yeah, they met because she really likes... She plays the viola, and that's that's where it came from. Oh, nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, from, like, the pilot? No, I guess it's, like, in fan fiction. I don't I don't know. I'm not fan fiction, but I guess it's. it was said that they both like playing the viola, which is why they like each other. Oh, cool. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. Fun fact. And that's a rock fact. And that's a rock fact. So yeah, uh, Jake meets up with her every day at four to play viola. So even though Jake says that every day at four that he practices the viola with Lady Raidencorn, in the Adventure Time series presentation, it states that they practice every Thursday in Princess Bubblegum's garage. So I know this is a little bit of inconsistency, and I don't really like to point those out, but I do think it's really yeah. kind of clever. Just little tidbits. Yeah. I do think it's cute that they have a, a special date every day at 4 o'clock, because yeah. Jake and Finn like live kind of like this, not nomadic lifestyle, but very spontaneous lifestyle. Yeah. And she just kind of rolls with it. Yeah. And everyone in his life kind of rolls with it, even his kiddos. Yeah. I mean, which we'll learn later. Sorry. Oh, yeah. Way later. Jake's like, oh, that reminds me. I got to leave. I got to go meet up with Lady. And Finn's like, you should stay at five o'clock every day. I chop both their heads off and they grow them back for the next day. Which (laughs) is so so macabre. That's so crazy. So Jake feels like he's been missing out, but still wants to have time with Lady. And he's riding off on a bike. And Finn goes back to fighting the other two. I do find it interesting that in this whole thing, Finn is like, wait, you've never fought them before? Don't you think that Finn would have remembered if Jake had fought Science Cat and Shark with them? Yeah. How did he meet those guys? I have no idea. I mean, I know you don't know, but why do you think they, like, all of a sudden they, like, like showed why up? why do they fight? They're like, Finn, Jake! They come out to the outside of the, what do you call it, treehouse? <laughs> yeah. Oh, maybe Finn overheard them talking about how good they are at fighting. And yeah. Just, <laughs> I don't know. 
one of the rando little things in the show. So Jake meets up with Lady on her roof and gives her half an orange. It's actually a pretty beautiful looking scene. There's this beautiful sunset and they're just hanging out. I really think the animators do a really good job of how to pull off a, a cartoony but very gorgeous sunset. It yeah. was really beautiful. You get them every few episodes, too. It's just really nice looking. Mm-hmm. I do like how he calls her my lady. You call me my lady. Yes, I do. Is that where you get it? No, just kind of been doing it. Oh, I was just curious. I mean, you get a lot of things from Adventure Times. So I, I do thought... get oh, a lot of my lingo comes from the show. <laughs> An embarrassing amount comes from the show. Ah. <sighs> Anyway, so Lady does this really cool thing where she can shoot a rainbow laser from her horn and change the um, color of objects. Jake is directing her. Like At first, she shoots this tree, and it turns blue. And so Jake says, oh, turn the river green. So she shoots the river, and it turns green. And he's like, <laughs> that's good. So Lady says that she's off to sleep, and Jake is like, oh, we're supposed to play viola together. So I think this would be a really cool place to talk about Lady and who she is, since this is the first time we actually have more than just a hot minute with her. What do you got? So Lady speaks Korean only. Contrary to popular belief, Lady speaks English in the Korean dub, and her voice is dubbed over in Korean by voice actor Lee Moing-hee in Korea. And I apologize, Lee, if I mis- mispronounced your last name. Um, for this reason, other characters don't understand her, and her voice is digitally distorted. Though for those individuals who speak Korean, it's easy for them to understand her. Do you remember in the short, like that first original short, how she didn't speak Korean, but she actually cooed? Yeah, she cooed like a pigeon. Yeah, it was really interesting. And and some like sites say that she is speaking like a possible Rainicorn language, although I don't know that they actually thought ahead enough. And so they kind of just kept her in that. Yeah. That little box there. I don't know. I remember at some point we actually meet Lady's parents and they speak English. But I, they might actually have like a voice translator too. They do. They wear the a universal translator device. We'll be getting back to that later. We will. And because um, she understands English, she doesn't wear hers. And so like we see that Jake and Princess Bubblegum do speak Korean as well as understand her. So really she doesn't. And I guess also the root beer guy are the only people in U that besides her parents that are shown to understand Korean. Yeah, I do remember Bubblegum speaking Korean at least once at some point in the series. And Jake speaks Korean in this episode. Let's see. So ladies going to bed. People go to bed at some weird times in the show. Jake ends up riding off on his bike. And on the ride home, Shelby the Worm pops out of his viola and says, Why you look so down in the dumps? No response, huh? I guess you're good. And he tucks back away and Jake's like, then he starts explaining that, that when he's hanging with Lady, he feels like he's missing out on fun time with Finn and vice versa. And for some reason, he can't talk to Shelby <laughs> without his bike going out of control. He keeps taking his hands off the uh, handles and he ends up crashing into a tree. So Shelby tells him he should just hang out with both of them at the same time. Oh, and Shelby, by the way, is voiced by Pendleton Ward. Now that's cool. Also, this is the first time we meet Shelby officially. And learn that he lives in Jake's Viola. Yeah. I think he's an underrated little character. I love Shelby. Shelby is cute. So it cuts to the next day. Finn, Jake, and Lady are having a picnic by a massive fire pit. And it's like, not a fire pit per se, but like... It's like a lake of fire. Like a lake of fire. It's really kind of cool. Engulfed in flames. Jake's all psyched that they're hanging out together. Lady says something in Korean and Jake laughs. 
Finn doesn't know Korean, so he's kind of sitting there looking a little bored. And it's that if you've ever hung out with somebody who maybe speaks a different language than your own, it's, oh, what did they say? Oh, well, say this. Oh, well, uh, so there's a lot of weird, like, tug and pull. Finn doesn't understand Lady, even though Lady understands Finn. They try to do this whole, hey, uh, tell a joke. So Finn starts a joke, knock, knock. Lady says, who's there in Korean? Finn says, diarrhea. And Lady goes on about something in Korean. Finn says, did she say diarrhea who? Jake says, uh, uh, no. No, she didn't. No, she did not. So then she tells a joke, and Jake's laughing hysterically, and Finn's like, what's she saying? He's like, oh, it doesn't really translate well. What we know, though, is that what she did say is, I can't think of one, but remember the time we ran naked through the farmer's orchard? We ate all the apples, and the farmer was so angry. When the translator is set to old man, she also says that they ate all the peaches in the orchard. Huh. Oh. It makes sense how they, so random. their cheeks went all red. And <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. I love Jake's laugh. <laughs> like uncontrollable, gut-busting laughter. <laughs> he And he's super awkward. And she, he's like so nervous. It's Have you ever been in the situation where you're introducing, oh my gosh, like our wedding, when you introduce your two groups of friends and they're kind of like, was yeah. it awkward? Tell me about that. Uh, there's definitely some personality clashes but yeah it is it is something like that where it's you're used to like this dynamic with one person and you have like these jokes that you, that you tell each other and it's just kind of like your thing yeah but then you have another friend that you're like that with and you can't really mesh with both at the same time it's such a gamble because you're you're essentially introducing two worlds together and oh what was it that i watched i watched this thing and it was like oh yeah my friends my other friends think i'm british you know or something like that where they're like totally two different people oh yeah it was how i met your mother and him yim and they're talking about the different personalities they have when they're around different groups of friends yep. i think it's really really difficult sometimes to do that that show nailed a lot of awkward friend situations yeah for real it's good. We recommend it. But we're totally not doing a podcast about it because it would be exhausting. <laughs> exhausting. But it would be legend. Wait for it. Dairy. Legendary. So at this point, Finn decides he's going to take off and fight something because he's kind of bored. Yeah, Jake's like, no, 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 don't go. And he remembers there's a universal translator that he threw at the bottom of Lake Selazon, guarded mm -hmm. by evil lake knights. So he decides they should all go there together and get it. Finn thinks Lady is too sweet for a deadly adventure. I wonder if he's thinking back to when they took tree trunks out for their adventure. And she was not prepared at all. She was not prepared. So yeah, I, I do wonder if this is a callback to that too. But he does call her the Rowdy Queen. Which, yeah. Which I think is really cool. If I could rename myself, like in roller derby, if I could go back and change my name, I would name myself the Rowdy Queen. The Rowdy Queen. I yeah. love it. And they called me Rowdy for short. Or Queen. Probably yeah. Rowdy. I like Rowdy. I like it too. That is a good roller derby name. I know, right? That's what I'm saying, man. I have, um, I played on a league once with a lady panicorn. That is awesome. Yeah, it was really cool. I was like, and I didn't know, like I knew it was an Adventure Time re um, reference at the time. But I didn't really know what from. I didn't know Lady um, Lady Rainicorn. Mm -hmm. So now that I've watched an episode with Lady Rainicorn, I'm like, heck yes. I'm already starting to get this better appreciation for Lady Rainicorn, this uh, run through of the series that we're doing. Tell me why it's that. I just forgot how much of a badass she actually is. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, not just that, but how tolerant and like patient she is with her partner. Yeah, absolutely. And Jake is not the kind of guy that everybody would want to date if, you know. 
if we lived in a world with real life dogs, you magical talk? speaking dogs. Yeah. Um, but if you look at him as a human being, he's very spontaneous, like you said. Mm-hmm. Kind of rowdy, likes to go off and do his own thing most of the time. So yeah, Lady is a very patient, kind, and gentle. Gentle and also uh, tough when she needs to be. Yeah. So back to the episode, they get to the lake and Lady turns Finn and Jake blue. Finn exclaims, underwater camouflage. This kills me is that they have this quote unquote underwater camouflage and then they jump into the lake and immediately, though, are attacked by the knights who guard this like fortune that includes the universal translator. The lady ends up holding her own in the fight and even impales one of the knights with her horn. She straight up killed a guy. Yeah. <laughs> so- <laughs> Brutal. Finn ends up swimming down to a landing covered in treasure at the bottom of the lake and grabs the translator box. One cool thing that I think is is neat in this is that there's tons of treasure there and they could have like taken treasure, but they didn't. They're like there for their purpose. Uh, Finn and Jake are, they're rich. Yeah. Like they've got like a whole treasure room. They just don't really need it. Like No. Well, they also they don't really care about the money. We know from the ogre that there is mon- money or like currency in ooh, but we don't see it very often yeah. and they don't like we don't see them having to exchange money for goods. So I just wonder how much value it has. Yeah, I don't know. I think people within the kingdom kind of value money. But they kind of like rogue, like they live outside the kingdom. They don't live in the kingdom. Yeah. I mean, they're in the kingdom, but they live like they're not in the town, I guess. Is yeah, what they're I'm almost thinking. they're almost like ad- adventurers for hire. They're like Robin Hood. I'm not sure where they end up getting a lot of the treasure. Is it like the spoils of their battles? I would suppose that would be the case. They do a lot of dungeon crawling like like you would in a dungeon crawling video game. Like World of Warcraft? I haven't actually played World of Warcraft. Oh, okay. Well, we call them dungeon. Like when I played WoW. There were like dungeon crawls and you would like play your way through the dungeon and get spoils and then you'd also get like slay an evil beast and get some Yeah, you would all get you would all get like some upgraded gear or armor or you'd get money from it or both. And then so you'd have like tiny bosses and then you'd have like a big boss at the end. Yeah, there's a lot of calls to uh role playing games and other video games throughout Adventure Time, especially dungeon crawlers. Mm-hmm. So that probably is where a lot of it comes from. I would suspect that would be the case. They've gotten through. This is really cool. I, I thought it was really neat how Lady Rainicorn jumped in and helped Finn defeat all of these baddies. And she even did this like spin move where she moved around like like a top. And she ends up swimming Finn up to safety. Mm-hmm. And Jake ends up jumping out after them. When they get out of the lake, Finn is like, Lady, you're incredible. You should adventure with us all the time. So Jake puts the translator on her and it's... The settings are nightmare, nerdy alien, and old man. Like, why are those the only? Three? I don't like, even know. It's so funny. <laughs> so he switches it to like nightmare. It's like blah, 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 blah. it sounds like a death metal band. And then while she's talking, it it cuts into like the end of her saying something, and she's like, "Yeah, old man." Then I ate all the peaches in the orchard, <laughs> and the farmer was so angry. <laughs> and Finn's <laughs> was, cracking up. Matt, that was a great impression. <laughs> you wouldn't believe. How many times I've done that? <laughs> so Finn's cracking up on her voice and Jake is like, Ugh. <laughs> I remember why I threw this to the bottom of the water. I drowned it in the first place. But old man is the only voice, the only language option that Finn can understand. Mm-hmm. So she offers them to hop on her back for a ride home. She's like, come on, my darling, wrap your legs around me. <laughs> Which is one of the funniest lines in the first season. <laughs> and Jake's like, oh, 
All you can hear is this old man. (laughs) So on the flight home, Finn asks Lady how she flies, and she explains that light travels from the sun, then bounces off of her planet and back into her eyes so she she can perceive color. And then her body intercepts the light and can dance around it. Well, what do you think of that science? That that's pretty. Uh, that's that's pretty sketch. Yeah, the like, fir- first bunch of times I saw this, I didn't even think about it. I was like, "What are science?" And now I'm like, "Wait, what?" <laughs> I was like, "Oh, oh, okay, that's a lot of bouncing." Yeah, I feel like there's a few uh, loose ends in there. That, you think? <laughs> so she's like flapping around in the wind, and Jake is slowly slipping off of her back. We didn't explain what Lady Rainicorn looks like. So she is an elongated animal that can also shrink down a little bit, similar to Jake's body morphing, but not into different shapes. Mm-hmm. She is the color of a rainbow, um, except she doesn't have the color orange. Huh. So, um, but and then she has a horn like a unicorn, and then a mane and a tail. Yeah, so she's got like a horse's head, like a unicorn's mm-hmm. head, and then her body is... Like what a rainbow would look like. When Jake comes over to her house after fighting the shark and um, lab cat, science cat? Science cat. Science cat. She's actually, her body is shaped in a rainbow arc behind the house. And she's kind of leaning up on the house. Yeah, and she's got these tiny little legs. Yeah. And when she's flying, she's kicking the legs like she's running. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. You look like you liked that. I did. I think that's cute. Uh, Jake is slipping off and he's like, it's getting a little shaky back here. But Finn points down to a wizard in the woods giving away free power rings. And Lady's like, do you want to go down and get some? Finn He's like, yeah, I do. So she like quickly swoops down and Jake goes flying off the back of her. And he's like, lady. He turns into like a parachute and he lands in the woods and grows to a giant size to find them. He ends up busting into the opening where uh, everybody is and scares off the wizard and a bunch of kids. And he's kind of annoyed that they didn't notice him fall off Lady's tail. Finn and Lady then are like, hey, we got these cool blingy bling power rings. And so Finn offers Jake uh, one or two of his power rings. And he's like, oh, I guess they're cursed and stuck on, stuck on my fingers. So pretty cool, right? Jake is like super mopey. And he's like, yeah, I guess they're awesome. So this means that this wizard was just handing out cursed rings to a bunch of kids out in the woods. It would seem that way. Yeah, what a creep. And one of the power rings, so it's like, you know, each finger has like these little magical things happening at the end of it. And one of the magical things is just this little mopey green guy spinning in a circle. Yeah, he's like heads down, kind of like the guy that's looking in the corner in the Blair Witch. Mm. And like he's like looking down and like spinning around and he's green. I don't know. I don't understand. <laughs> I wonder what kind of power that is. I don't know. It looks like the power of depression. The power of sadness. <laughs> <laughs> So what I found interesting, I found online a little thing about the power rings that Lady Rainicorn was wearing. And apparently these are the same rings that are in the game Righteous Quest 2. Oh, cool. Yeah. So many little game references in this show that I never catch. I love it. I do too. I haven't ever played Righteous Quest 2. I'm so out of the loop with games these days. Are you? I'm a retro game guy through and through. I'm all about a little bit of... yeah. Oh, it's an Adventure Time video game. Yeah. Okay. Well, I guess that explains it. I haven't played any of the Adventure Time games. And it looks like it's on the Cartoon Network's website. Cool. So I'm thinking about doing an episode at some point, like a bonus episode, where I play some of the Adventure Time games and talk about them. That'd be really neat. So later that night, Finn and Lady are playing on BMO at the house. BMO still doesn't have a personality at this yeah. point. But it does say BMO on the side of the computer. Yeah, still no um no lines from BMO, just... 
uh, straight up video game system. Yep. Jake's sitting on the couch looking all bummed out. He's drinking from a coffee mug with a smiling peanut on it. I want that mug. You do? Yep. All right. <laughs> Christmas done. Finn says, this time I'm going to destroy you, Rainicorn. Lady's like, okay, that sounds... Wait, wait, can you say it? <laughs> and the lady's like, okay, that sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, get used to this, listeners. I'm going to be doing this a lot tonight. Jake is trying to get both of their attention and asks if they want to do something one-on-one. So, like, hey, Rainicorn, do you want to come do cuddle times or play viola? And he asks... Finn, do you want to go adventuring? Finn says he and Lady are going to a party at the Cloud Kingdom later and tells Jake he should come along. Jake starts pouting around the room and sighs dramatically. <sighs> Finn tells him to stop sighing. He's like, you're messing up my game. I'm kind of, so I can see where Jake's coming from at this point anyway. You know, Finn and Lady just kind of made these plans without him clearly. And they're just like, yeah, you can come as an afterthought. But I don't so think that it aspect. was an afterthought. I think it was, hey, we're the three of us now. You've introduced us. Now Lady and Finn are friends. And it's like, it's assumed that Jake would be included on anything they do. Because Jake kind of bounces back and forth. Don't you think it would just yeah, that's be true. like, yeah. Yeah, Jake is usually rolling with the punches. So, yeah, it's true. We had the episode with uh, Finn being jealous with Ricardo the heart guy. And now we're having one with Jake being jealous. Except Ricardo the heart guy was... Like a creep master 5000. <laughs> That's true. So Lady ends up beating Finn in the game and they decide to head out to the party. And Finn asks if Jake, if Jake is coming along. And he's like, no, you go ahead and have fun with my girlfriend. And Finn's like, whatever, man, we're going to go. He's like, stop acting weird, which I think is dude speak for stop being a douche. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And Jake just stays behind and sighs. Ooh, and then it cuts to the next morning and he's still sighing. And they still haven't come back to the treehouse. So Jake calls the Cloud Kingdom. And the guy that answers the phone just has like the most I don't care voice yeah. ever. He's like, mm, Cloud Kingdom. I'm looking for uh, Lady Rainicorn and Finn the Human. He's like, no, oh, they left a while ago. Yeah, I <laughs> guess they were here. Yeah. Jake rides off to Lady's place to find her and Finn hanging out on her rooftop. Just like he and Lady Rainicorn were hanging out on the rooftop at first. And they're doing the color changing thing that Lady and Jake did earlier. Jake yells out, no! My girlfriend is in the arms of my best pal. Well, two can play at that game, sweet cheeks. So he goes through his phone, which has some crazy names listed in it. So can I tell you something about that? Yes. Okay, so I went on the interwebs and I found more about this. So Jake lists off the names Doug, Todd, Jerry, Dennis, Reggie, Peter, George, Larry, Luke... David, Benton, Mike R, Mike H, Mike A, Gareth, Jennings, Mr. International, Mr. Outrageous, Captain Majesty, the Flying Lettuce Brothers, Pete the Punk, and Tiffany from his phone. So many of these characters make an appearance in later seasons. Garth and the Flying Lettuce Brothers are members of Jake's old gang of criminals. Todd Jennings, Benton, Mike R, Luke, Captain Majesty, Mr. International, and Mr. Outrageous, Reggie and Pete the Punk are all... Card Wars players who participate in the 59th Card Wars Doubles Classic, which I believe is an episode later in the episode yeah. or season or the show. And then two of the names listed on his phone, Benton and Mike R, are both storyboard artists um, from another popular Cartoon Network show, The Regular Show. Coincidentally, Benton Connor also works on Adventure Time. Oh, that's really interesting. Yeah, so I think that's really funny. That yeah, they, that oh, that's cool. that. I love that they do that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. 
Like when I threw in Justin Roiland's character sketches in another episode before this one. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. From um, Prisoners of War when they show the Rick and Morty yeah. drawings. Was that Prisoners of War? Oh, that was a while ago. Mm-hmm. Holy cow. So Jake's going through his phone and he ends up dialing somebody named Tiffany. Meanwhile, Finn is talking about how he wishes Jake was with he and Lady to have fun with them. So you know that, you know, Finn wasn't trying to encroach on Lady. <laughs> Nothing nefarious was happening. But they hear some violas playing from the distance and go into the glade to find Jake playing with Tiffany. Oh, and speaking, by the way, like the viola playing is just, it's not pretty music. No. <laughs> not at all. It's, it's really horrendous sounding. So Lady Lake's hurt and says, Jake, what are you doing? Jake says, oh, hey, guys, I'm just sharing a tender moment with my beautiful friend. Tiffany. He is totally being a jerkwad. And Finn's holding Lady. He's like, stop it. You're making her jealous. Jake says, well, I'm trying to make both of you jealous. And Finn says, why should I be jealous of Tiffany? And Jake goes, dun, dun, dun. Because Tiffany's a boy. Tiffany turns around for the first time and it turns out to be like a 12-year-old boy with a mustache. A mustache. A mustache. And he's laughing maniacally. He's like, I'm Jake's best friend now. And Finn just instantly flips out. He, like, flies through the air at him with his wiggly arms and legs. <laughs> Tiffany pulls out a knife. Finn walks away, calls him a homewrecker. Oh, so good. Yeah, they're just battling it out now. Fun fact, Tiffany's voice actor is replaced after this episode by the kid who voiced Gregory in Over the Garden Wall. And I flippin' love Over the Garden Wall. If you're an Adventure Time fan and haven't seen that, I... Strongly recommend checking it out. It's a it's like a ten episode miniseries, and Tiffany's character in it is hilarious and says one of my favorite animated character lines ever, which I use all the time. That's a rock fact. That is a rock fact. You do use that all the time. I do use that all the time. So while they're fighting, Jake is explaining to Lady that he's jealous of how much time she and Finn are spending together, and she tells him that she's doing it because he wanted them to get to know each other better. Jake says, "Sorry, I'm an idiot, baby. Do you forgive me?" Lady says, and this is my favorite quote of the line of the episode oh sweet potato i love you because you're an idiot you make me feel like a genius (laughs) jay can't take the old man voice anymore pulls the translator off of her and throws it out meanwhile like this whole time finn is still in a harrowing battle against tiffany so he ends up chasing tiffany off and Tiffany's like, I will be Jake's best friend because I'm Tiffany. <laughs> and Finn shoots a loogie at him. And Tiffany runs off screaming. Ah! <laughs> Finn to his lady and Jake. And Jake says, let's never be stupid again. And Finn says, wait, let's be stupid forever. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> and that's the end. That is the end. So what are your thoughts on this one? This episode is cute. It's a classic Best friends trying to integrate girlfriends into like a relationship. It's just that classic tale of how do we make a, I almost said a threesome. How do we make, you know, this work with all like all the people together and and having a friendship. And we know that Lady Rainicorn, Jake and Finn are friends throughout the rest of the show. And they have an ongoing friendship and they do things together. But it's not like this forced friendship where they do everything together. They go adventuring together. Again, as we talked about before, we have Lady Rainicorn who is so patient with Jake and understands the boundaries of their relationship that Jake is set essentially because he just he needs kind of like that that ability to be free and have that committed relationship knowing that they'll always be there for each other. Yeah. 
we know people in our life that are like that. Like you have a friend who likes to be spontaneous and like he has a wonderful relationship with his partner and his daughter. And there are times when he needs to just go do his his stuff, you know? Yes, I do have a friend who's like that. Okay, so when I have patients come come in, I always remind them that even though you might be in a committed relationship, you still need to have your own stuff. You need to still have your own goals and you still need to have your own personality. And then your partnership is also part of that, but it doesn't have to define you. And I think this episode does a really cool job of differentiating that. We don't all have to be like, I don't know, like you can have your own stuff. Well put. Thank you. You're so much better at that than I am. The I'm words. like, they relationships and stuff and things <laughs> yeah, i'm glad you liked it uh was what did there you think i like it a lot just like uh the last one we watched this is one i didn't remember particularly loving before mm -hmm. but it's a charmer yeah it is and we're still in the first season so we're still getting to know these characters and i think we're going to see that a little bit more as we continue getting more information we were looking ahead at some of the descriptions and in, in the shows and we're still going to get to know characters that maybe we didn't know before. Um, and I think that some of the story and plot line that comes in future episodes, they're just still laying the groundwork. And, and this is just part of that. Was there anything you didn't like about the episode? Hmm. No, actually, I liked everything about this episode. Awesome. I think it was really cool. I know the show is still working towards what it ultimately ends up becoming. But this this first season is not something to be ignored. Like, it's so much fun. Mm -hmm. It really is a good time. And I think that this episode itself shows just how relationships are really important in this whole series and how the relationships between your partner and then also relationships between your brother, they, they can be equally important. Yeah. The first season of a lot of shows is one is the season where you're like, oh, well, you just got to get past that first season. Then it gets good. Even The Simpsons, like the first season of The Simpsons mm -hmm. is it's kind of rough. It is. <laughs> it, it's actually a little... It's a little depressing, too, but, um, you know, The Simpsons ends up becoming great. Uh, a lot of shows are like that. I'm, I'm trying to think of some more examples now, like uh, Parks and Recreation. The first season, it's like, you got to get through that first season. Then it really starts figuring out what it is. Mm -hmm. But Adventure Time is one that I'll always go back to the first season and love almost every episode in it. Yeah, I think it's really been neat. Um, I've loved a lot of things on here, and I, I, I just have enjoyed it quite a bit. So, Matt, where was the snail in this episode? Son of a gun. You didn't know? You didn't prepare? I never. Matt. I never remember. Matt, <laughs> I know where the snail was. Wait, I'm totally going by memory and not looking it up on Wikipedia. I know where it was. Where is it? It was on the shore when Lady Rainicorn gives them water camouflage and the snail is on the ground. I totally knew that. I was just seeing if you did. Oh, that's really thoughtful of you. Snail Watch 2018. Snail Watch. <laughs> <laughs> okay matt what's your quote your favorite quote of the show so i'm gonna say my favorite line was trust me finn she's a rowdy queen she can do anything was that yours you totally stole mine oh no way i totally thought yours was gonna be something else that's okay i'll give another one i have a i have a close second Ooh. okay that's a good one i love rowdy queen that's a good one mine is oh sweet potato i love you because you're an idiot so i had a feeling that was gonna be your number one why is that because oh, it just seemed like a line you'd like. Yeah? I don't know what that means. Okay. It seems like your kind of humor. Yeah. Yeah. I just think it's cute. So do an impression of a character from this episode. All right. So I am going to be Shelby. Why do you look so down in the dumps? No response, huh? I guess you're good. That's an amazing Shelby. I know. Thank you. Thank <laughs> you. I practiced all week. 
Let's give her a, a round of applause, everybody. All right, and mine's going to be Lady Rainicorn, of course, with the voice translator. Come on, darling. Wrap your legs around me. <laughs> That's so funny. <laughs> you cracked me up. It's like the most forced old man voice. Like, it's like clearly a young person doing an old man. I love it. It's so good. So this week, we got some really cool listener feedback. Yeah. Um, Always our- excited about this. Yes, totes. Totes my goats. Blech. Gross. So we got an email from Erica G. And Erica says, hi, all. I just discovered your podcast today. I'm working on finishing my long 20 pages, yikes, essay on Adventure Time after two rewatches of the series and seeing the series finale in L.A. before it aired on television. Oh, so jealous. So jelly. I've searched for quality AT podcast. That's short for Adventure Time. For quite some time, and I'm thrilled to see this happening now. I've got so much love for this show and a relatively strange relationship to it. As I'm a 26-year-old woman who just got around to seeing it for the first time a year and a half ago, don't worry, Erica, I may or may not be 36, almost 36, 35, and just watching it for the first time. It's quickly become my favorite thing alongside Legend of Zelda and all my favorite books. I work in academia and I'm working on writing my own books and thoroughly appreciate the art that is Adventure Time. So do we. If you ever like to hear about my personal experiences with the show, especially since I came to it after my partner of six months moved across the country or with the finale experience, do let me know. I'd be so happy and enthused to participate. Keep up the great work and thank you again. Oh, that was an amazing email, Erica. Thank you so much. Thank you, Erica. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I also think it's really cool that Adventure Time clearly brings people together. This is the second email we received where someone said, hey, my partner introduced it to me or I introduced it to my partner and now we're like like lovers for life. I don't know. Like, it's Mm kind of cool. I like it because, you know, you and me. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. It's awesome. Yeah. Man, we love getting emails like that. It warms our hearts. Absolutely. So thank you so much, Erica. Thanks, Erica. And we got a tweet from Rachel G saying, so happy you guys are making this podcast. Keep up the great work. Thanks, Rachel G. We appreciate the shout out on yeah. Twitter. Love it. So then Matt has a got a shout out. Oh, yeah. <laughs> on his Friday the 13th video from his horror movie show. Yeah. So, you know, at the end of each episode, when we do our plugs, I mentioned I have a horror movie review channel on YouTube. And of all places to get a shout out for our Adventure Time podcast, it's on this Friday the 13th video. So Omega Gaming Samurai 2486 says, listen to Oh My Glob, the Adventure Time podcast. We will. And so will you. <laughs> I loved that. I was like, didn't expect that one. <laughs> Thank you, Omega. We appreciate it. Absolutely. You're the bomb. Dot com. What are we going to be reviewing next week? Next week, we're going <laughs> to... We're reviewing Memories of Boom Boom Mountain. Yes. Finn, motivated by an upsetting experience when he was a baby, tries to reconfirm his desire to helping for helping people when he is confronted with one problem after another, stemming from a violence-hating mountain. I love this episode. I know you do. (laughs) I've been looking forward to this one for a while. And we will get into why. All of this. I'm is doing a my thing. best not to do impressions and uh, lines from it already. <laughs> it is going to be a doozy. <laughs> yes, yes, it is. Okay, Matt, any plugs? Mm, got the YouTube channel, Modern Horror Show, reviewing horror movies, but that's going to be transitioning over into a podcast at some point in the near future. 
Awesome. Also, are you going to get your friends to help you with it? Are you going to get Alex down there? To podcast? I'm peer pressuring you. Yes. <laughs> I'm peer pressuring oh, Alex and he doesn't listen to this podcast he, Oh, he is totally going to. Oh, man. Yeah, I think that'd be great. neat. Because you guys would really be at odds with some of your movies. And I think it'd be neat oh, to yeah. hear the oh, two of you. Oh, that'd be so much fun. Because he, he dislikes a lot more movies than I do. Yeah. <laughs> I'm very forgiving. Yes, you are. I mean, we just saw The Mummy with Tom Cruise and loved it. So It was really good. We did not expect that. No. We were, we were was, pleasantly surprised. Yeah, it was a fun movie. How about your plugs? Um, I, as you guys know, play roller derby. I'm with Jet City Roller Derby. And if you're in the Snohomish County, Washington, or Seattle areas, um, check us out. We have our season opener on October 27th. And season tickets are on sale now. Hot dog. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm on Twitter at Moxie Speaks. I don't hardly go on there, so don't worry about it if you don't see me that's totally cool and if you want to contact the podcast you can reach us at ohmyglobpodcast.wordpress.com that's and our you, website and you can leave us a voicemail if you go to anchor.fm and go to our podcast uh, site at ohmyglobpodcast you can also email us at ohmyglobpodcast at gmail.com and please do and we're on twitter at ohmyglobpodcast don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. Again, a couple weeks ago, we had two five-star reviews, which we absolutely appreciated. Um, the more we get, the more exposure exposure we get. And then we can bring the happiness of Adventure Time to all the land. Yes. Yes. All the land. Stop talking like Jeff Goldblum. <laughs> that does sound like, mm, uh, uh, yes. And... <laughs> That's a terrible impression. It was great. All right. Well, with that, we will see you next week. See you next week. Okay, bye. Bye. Audio. Is this playing? I'm checking the audio. What's happening? I'm confused.